0: And three. Two. Welcome back to another episode of Dare to Be (laughs) Better Almost. Three. Two. Welcome back to another episode of Dare to Be Better.
1: With Ray and Sid.
0: Glad you joined us again tonight. I'm having a blast. What about you?
1: I am. It's so much fun. I love it.
0: You love coming to New York. Yeah. It's gritty here. There's still a lot of uh, of New York left in New York.
1: Yeah. I love it. Just the feel of it, the atmosphere, the thing of everyone just is whoever they are. They just do their thing.
0: And I have to say, this studio... Every time I listen back to this, the audio, it's just like, oh my God, there is so much like New York yeah, going on. just
1: the noise and the clanking and people singing whenever they choose to. It's no matter just,
0: how much soundproofing. doesn't matter. You know, if a uh, heavy piece of machinery goes by, it's going to shake everything. Yeah. It's the beauty. Part of the charm. That's why and we chose New York. You can smell it too. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Wait do you go to Jersey. It's even better. You came through Jersey. That's right. You know.
1: No. I know, there's one area that I was like, oh my laws, what's happening here? Because the odor.
0: (laughs) Unbelievable. But uh, you picked a great topic for tonight, and I know a lot of people have weighed in on this. One of the most, I think, uh, important subjects and most important uh, factions of our life. Um, The importance of a mother and a father in a household. You know a lot about this. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. You're very
0: lucky. You had basically two moms, like we talked about in the first show. Uh, a great dad mm-hmm. who stood up for you all the time mm-hmm. and uh, always reinforced what a great person you were and highlighted your talents. Yeah. And said only focus on that. That was my takeaway from my interview on the Ray Powers Hour. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite part of any story you've told me so far.
1: Mm. Is is the fact that my dad was always
0: Yeah, there? the fact that he... He's like, we're not going to talk about what you can't do, only about what you can do. Right. And he would just tell total strangers that, oh, she's a gymnast. She does all this oh, yeah. great stuff.
1: Yeah, absolutely amazing. But I do have to make note that, you know, my parents did divorce they at did some divorce? point. Okay. And so two parents on home, sure, ideal, right? Mm-hmm. Ideal. But I have learned that, um, and I'm a single mother also, that it's not necessarily two individuals under a roof as right. much as it, as it is, it's important to have a male and female balanced At role. At least
0: present, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It, whoever, is it a neighbor? Is it a grandpa? But they, you just need the male and female that can come together to teach the boys and girls. You know, boys learn from men, girls learn from women. Mm-hmm. You can learn from both, but you just need that as much as it would be most ideal to have it under one roof. I don't think that's you know, always going to happen, especially these days. No, it's not
0: realistic. I mean, people aren't getting married like they used to. Um, We're going to get a lot of blowback from a lot of people. Before you do that, realize that, yes, we know there are men and men that are raising children, women and women who are raising children, completely aware of that. You know, you can still have those qualities. I truly believe, you know, deep down, a man and a woman are still going to be the best for a child, just because of what both sexes bring and what you know what a mom and dad can give you, but I mean, with two parents in the house,
1: yeah, and you can go find it elsewhere. you know, I yeah. have, as we've talked before, good majority of my friends are gay, mm-hmm. right? Mine too and um and and, I, and I'm going to be up front, many of them raise children much better than my straight friends, you know, There's so of
0: course, because when they when they adopt, they realize, like, you know, now you have a commodity in your life where mm-hmm. you couldn't always get it.
1: Right. Yeah, whether adoption or uh, what is it?
0: They don't take it for granted.
1: Right. And and you can do f- sperm don- donors mm-hmm. and all of that kind they of stuff. They have
0: to work harder for it. Mm-hmm. So they really, really appreciate once. Yeah. I'm not trying to minimize or sure, trivialize, sure. you know, or placate, but you know.
1: Yeah. But I think it is about... Finding whether it's the the actual father and mother under that roof, mm-hmm. but it really is about finding those, that male and that female, somewhere in that child's life right. that can play that role of a strong, balanced, inspired mom that or is. female. And same with the father. A, a A man who can teach another boy how to be a man, meaning being gentle and kind and thoughtful and be able to step up. Mm-hmm. when it's time, like be a man.
0: I could do a whole season on this subject because I've dealt with a lot of, um well, single moms as I was dating them all through the years, but also um, I tried to mentor a lot of young kids, you know, in some areas where maybe you didn't have two parents. Right. So that means a lot to me.
1: Right. And you would be a great male example or someone to a mentor, right, okay. in a boy's life because... You do have a little, which I do like, you have an edge to you, that guy's guy thing. Like, we went out um, doing some business to a bar mm-hmm. the other day, and I really liked how you could just talk to the guys, the guys that are there, and you guys are talking about sports. You're just a guy's guy, and you can teach a boy, how to, that you can still be a man, but mm-hmm. be gentle and be thoughtful and yeah. be kind. You don't have to be aggressive. It's not and,
0: puffing out your chest and mm-hmm. look how big my biceps are, right?
1: Yeah, and I don't help around the house and I don't right. change diapers, you know, that kind of stuff.
0: The first time I changed a diaper in the deep south, you should see the looks that I got mm-hmm. from the men and the women going, he changes diapers. And you could tell the women are like, wow. That's, you know, good for him. Mm -hmm. Secretly, you know, quietly. So that men don't see you. You don't come out and say (laughs) that. Of course not. You want to get out alive. Right. But, um, you know, my feelings of this are very strong. And again, I think with the biological mom and dad in the house, you're going to have the best case scenario. It's not always possible, but, you know, when you know your parents, obviously you had a completely different upbringing. Your birth mom, of course, couldn't keep you. Um, you had, an amazing upbringing. Oh yeah. You know, it could be step parents. It could be adopted parents. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I'm not harping on the male and female, Mm -hmm. but when you're sick, who do you look for?
1: Mm -hmm. Those parents, whoever those parents are. Right.
0: Right. But like, you know, I have a tummy ache. I have a tummy ache. I don't want to go to school. Who's the first person? Who's the lap you're crawling on?
1: Yeah. It depends on the relationship. So for me, it would have been my father. Okay.
0: See if I would have thought mom, but okay. Mm -hmm.
1: I would have found my dad. But he wasn't the cuddle cuddle type dad, but he was the father, which is kind of interesting because um I love my mother dearly. It's not that I don't, but I really related to my father and I every day, unfortunately or fortunately, but it's like I'm becoming him.
0: It happens. <laughs>
1: I'm saying those things. I'm
0: already my dad, I know
1: this. Oh, and I l- I used even look to like look him. At him. Oh you do? <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh. My when I gosh. used to go visit him in the home, um, the orderlies would be like, Oh, that's your son, you don't have to tell me man You know, I I'd, I'd go to sign and show an ID, it's like, What are you talking about? You're a raised son, get in there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's crazy. You do kind of become them. Yeah. But for me, I would have uh found my dad.
0: Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I was thinking more of the doting parent, usually being the mom. Mm.
1: Normally, not all the time. Yeah.
0: And if you're afraid and you're threatened by somebody, who are you hiding behind? Your dad. Of course.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. no, I would agree so if if I was sick or not feeling well, I would definitely go find my mom, yeah, yeah,
0: but yeah i'm just I'm just talking about gender roles that are traditionally you know mm-hmm. reserved for one or the other, and again, as a single mom, you've had to do both mm. and I was wishing on Father's Day I was sharing it with everybody out there I'm gonna have to call uh <laughs> No, It's we're just going to have to deal with it, that's all.
1: It's just part of New York.
0: Just part of New York, I man. love it. You know what? We're going to go without
1: it. Okay, we're done. We're just going
0: to have to go, uh, there you go, we're going to go raw dog. Okay. Please fix this, huh? Somebody. Somebody. Oh, well. You have to deal with the pops, that's all. The peas. No. Yeah. See, you, you feel strongly about something. Yeah. And, uh,
1: and that's what happens. Was
0: I was I banging like Khrushchev? Mm-hmm. Is that's that what, what happened? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope the peas don't uh <laughs> come through like pop. That's always the worst. No edits. You're not getting any edits. No. This is what you asked for. You is. want a real show. This is what you get. getting.
1: Okay? This is what you get. <laughs> Two people that don't know what they're doing.
0: <laughs> We're going to give it our best, though. Okay. Uh, this is what I love. I really do. This this kind of uh, just open forum. I love know. it. Yeah. It's as real as it gets. I mean, even, even the Ray Powers out where I try to make that funny and edgy, and, you know, we leave all the little quirks in there, but that's never happened on my show. Right,
1: right. Well, now it's happened here, but yeah. your show is phenomenal. I love Thank it. Because people just get to be them, you know? No one's trying to put on an act. They're just, they are who Some they are. Some
0: do, but, you know, right away, most, yeah. yeah.
1: For the most part, they're just pretty raw. Love right. it. Mm-hmm.
0: But, um, I lost my train of thought. We were talking about uh, parents uh-huh. and the, the, the gender roles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I was talking about sharing Father's Day with of the um, the moms, including the dads, like mm-hmm. you who have to mm-hmm. be single parents, mm-hmm. and you've got to serve both roles. And it's not easy, it's not fair, but you do it. But you do you it. step up and you do it. That's correct. Now, what is that like? I've never been a single mom, obviously. Right. When your girls come to you with a problem that probably should be something that dad would have to tackle.
1: So there has been several several instances where they've had to come to me and you know typically it would be best if a, a, a male or a, their father was handling it but I will they, they had a special bond with my dad so I would I like to approach them in the way my dad would approach so I would say you know if papa were here this is what he would say to you this is what he would advise you to do those kind of things and so even though it's coming from me I still want them to hear that it. this kind of stuff is what a father does or a male, a, a strong male who's guiding. This is what he does. And so that's why I kind of speak from my dad. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's how I handle that.
0: That's amazing. I really do take my hat off to any parent, you know, single dad, single mom who has one child, two children. I don't know how you do it. I've only got one. And I mean, you know, there are several, this mom, this dad, this grandma, there's a lot of layers of uh, support. Right. And it still feels like to me, it's like, oh my God, how do you do this?
1: Yeah. And you know, in Utah, there's a lot of families that have six, eight, 10, 12 children. Right. and that those numbers aren't made up. And now there's more and more women who are single that are raising these Families,
0: no, is that looked is that looked down on? No, in Utah, no,
1: Mm -mm. it's not looked down upon. I think part of the issue in Utah is that um, for the religion, you know, I don't want to blame this on the religion, but the LDS religion is is quite strong mm-hmm. in Utah, sure, and so the religion itself has a tendency to to have their children get married mm-hmm. quite young and I'm, I'm like my daughter is nineteen, and several of her girlfriends are getting married and they're nineteen wow. so they're getting married young, and they're having children young and because of the religion. They do believe in having large families. Sure. So these girls, and this is, this is very typical where they'll be 19 by the time they're 20, they're going to have a child probably every year for a good five, eight, maybe 10 years, just back to back to back. Wow. And, uh, I think a little bit of the hiccup there is that these girls are not raised to, uh, highly educated, know their value, have their balance, know their self-worth, you know, and then they get married young. And I'm not saying these men are cheating or leaving, but what if they get hit by a truck? You know what I'm saying? Now this girl's in a situation where she has no skill set and she has these many, many children. So it's it's a little bit of a hiccup.
0: And, you know, back in the old days, I think... 80, 100 years ago, it was different because if you had a farm, sure. you had boys, they already knew their role. If dad died when they were like 16 years old, it's like, okay, I'm the head of the house now. I'm the man. You know, it was a little bit, I think, simpler of a time for sure. I don't know about easier, you know, dying of malaria and polio, I don't really consider easy, but um, it certainly was different. Nowadays, there's a whole new set of challenges out there for boys and girls. Mm -hmm. I'd be afraid to send any kid out in the world today without, you know, saying a rosary before uh, letting him out in the wild, so to speak.
1: Yeah. And, you know, so if you look at it from the guy's standpoint, so now he takes on this girl and they both they choose to have their five, six, 12 kids. But how in the world is he supporting them? You see what I'm saying? Because somebody has to be home with those children. Of
0: course. Well, uh, I mean...
1: Typically. Yeah. Right? Because they can't usually afford to get a nanny or daycare. Right. So...
0: You're just trying to feed these kids mm -hmm. and clothe them.
1: And he, you know, he typically in this religion would have just been home from a mission. Right. You know? So he's 21, 22. I don't know how he's doing it. You know? So there is some importance, of course, to having... To, uh, you know, a father and a mother under that roof, of course, that's ideal, right? But I will tell you from my standpoint with my parents who did divorce after 33 years.
0: Wow, that long.
1: mm Mm-hmm. I wish they would have divorced when they, many, many years prior.
0: When they first decided they couldn't live together.
1: Mm-hmm. They were never ones to fight or yell in front of us, but there was a lot of silence and you knew things weren't going well. Right. And part of the hiccup is, is that we all do what we are brought up to do. So all of my sisters and I, that's the kind of marriage we saw. That's what we thought marriage was. And all of us have gone and found a marriage just like that. Wow. so if they would have separated or divorced earlier we would have had opportunity to see them. My dad did get into a healthy relationship and but that would have been nice to see him in that younger earlier, so you could yeah. go oh that's what a healthy relationship looks like. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I you know, I always I always wonder after like 30, 40, 50 years it's like why divorce at this point? It's like you know but i guess in your parents case they already knew i guess a lot of parents stay together for the kids and then it's like well at this point what's the point of getting divorced but it must you must just reach a saturation point where you're just like we're not helping each other
1: mm-hmm. i
0: i would imagine my parents divorced when i was 6 or 7 way before it was fashionable this is the 70s and i was always that kid in school where the kids were whispering and pointing mm-hmm. like their parents are they didn't even know what a divorce was they had never heard the word. And I it's a Catholic school, so it just really didn't exist. But, uh, you know, my dad was there every single Sunday. Wow, As per yeah. his visitation rights, he was there every Sunday mm-hmm. without fail. Yeah. He wanted to be there for us, and we couldn't wait to see him.
1: Yeah. See, that's great. You know, my father would come every Sunday also. We'd have mm-hmm. a Sunday dinner. And one day, he was over fixing the sprinklers for my mom. And a friend stopped, he was driving by and said, you know, Ron, why, why are you over here doing this? You, you don't have to do this anymore. And I just remember my dad looked up at him and he goes, you know, my, my ex-wife is the mother to my children. So when she is happy and healthy, my children are happy and healthy. And he says, I'll never say a negative thing about their mother in front of my children because I don't want to taint how they see their mom. They have a right to love their mom however they choose to love their mom, right? But that was something that my dad also did is show up every Sunday and he was still there throughout the week helping my mom, you know, and uh, so those were beautiful things. But my mom did go on to raise those children, you know, as a single mother. Sure. You know.
0: That's, That's so important. You know, kids know when their parents are in it And they really, really want to be there. And I mean, I hate to see and hear about stories about deadbeat dads and in some cases deadbeat moms. But usually you hear about the dad who doesn't even make the effort. You know, I'm going to come around this weekend. They don't show. They don't bother calling. How do you do that to your own son or daughter? I just don't get it.
1: Yeah, it's unfortunate. I just think that's called uh selfishness, right? And that's
0: beyond selfishness, yeah.
1: And what uh, the parent, whether mother or father, what they don't get is you you don't get a second chance to build that relationship when, right. from childhood because that childhood it's the basis, right? It's the yeah. foundation. So you don't have to be in the home under that roof in order to build a healthy foundation right. and relationship with that child, but you must be present and you must make the effort. Even, you know, with these teenagers, it's hard because sometimes it feels like, you know, they don't want you there, but it, it's irrelevant. Those children do want you there and you need to make that effort, show the effort, even though the kid appears not to want you there because actually,
0: they crave the discipline, they crave yeah. the, uh, the the connection. upbringing, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, what happens when parents try to be their kids' pals? Does that ever work out? No. Never. No. You could do that when you are 30 and your parents are 60. Okay, now let's be friends right. because you're already out of the house and they raised you. Around 2025, I started getting it. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. that's why my parents were such jerks and such unhip, you know, lame parents, because you have to be. Right. If you're too cool and, and all the kids like you, chances uh, are, yeah, you're not doing everything no bueno. you could. <laughs> no bueno is yeah. right. No bueno. But, you know, it takes a while. Mm-hmm. I don't think, first of all, I don't think men become men until they're in their late, late 30s, if by then.
1: I agree with you. Women,
0: probably their 20s. Yep. It's It seems like it's taking longer now. Yeah. It's weird, because like, it seems like adolescence starts at like eight. And doesn't end to like 35.
1: It's yeah. insane. It's true. I would agree with you.
0: Used to be teen years, you know, 13 yeah. through 18. You left the house, you got married, you got a job,
1: Yeah.
0: bought a house at 22. <sighs> Nowadays, mm-hmm. it's crazy. It's, it's different for sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I think it's gotten a lot more challenging because look at all the outside influences you have now.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Hollywood and all these people telling you you don't have to get married and you don't have to have two parents. and
1: Yeah, and there's know. a lot of cheating that goes on because it's just sitting right there on your phone. Oh, right? my God. The ability to cheat and do all the things you're going to do.
0: There are websites like and that. apps dedicated to just that. Yeah. I mean, anything for a buck, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's a challenge. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, back when we were younger... If you were gonna cheat, you had to work harder at it. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if you wanted porn, you had to work harder to get it.
0: You had to go out at one o'clock in the morning, look both ways, yeah. and oh, go geez. to the dirty the dirty bookstore and mm-hmm. Get the video wrapper. and the
1: magazine <laughs> and whatever, and then you had to Not hide it. Not that I
0: know, but uh, <laughs> exactly, there yeah. was a whole yeah. Now it's on your phone, no one cares.
1: Mm-mm. And yeah. you just go clear your browser. Yeah. You know, mom and dad don't see what you have. There's going no on. there's
0: no age specifications mm-hmm. they are supposed to be, but we all know. Nah. The kids want something, they're going to get it. Sure.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, that thing of not wanting to give the phone, you know, a phone to the child too soon. I mean, mm-hmm. In theory, that's fabulous, but they're going to school. Yeah, exactly. And somebody's going to show them whatever they're going to show them. Right? So... There's just a lot of things and, and I, I just think really it's about being involved, right? right? Because you choose to, not because you have to. And mm-hmm. learning to put the children, you know, in front of yourself, those kind of things. But I think that you can raise a family effectively with a balance from father to father, mother to mother, mm-hmm. or single parent. It is all about the ability you, you need to be grounded yourself, of course. first of all, and have your feet on the ground, have a balanced head about you, and then you start implementing people. You know, what's that saying, that a village raises a child, something like that?
0: It takes a village, yeah. I agree with a point. I mean, it's it's the nuclear family first, and then you have your generational family and your clan or whatever. That's where I think it comes from, back when you had mm-hmm. actual clans and tribes right? raising children. Right. But I mean, it's got to start... With mom and dad. Yeah. Or whomever is in that house at that yeah. point. You know, one of the saddest things I had ever heard from a friend of mine, single dad, divorced. And he's like, I asked him if he was going to come to a game or something. He's like, I can't, you know, I got to watch my son this weekend yeah. or the language. I yeah. have to.
1: Instead you know, of, yeah.
0: I get to. I mean, yeah. my dad was always like, yeah, I got my boys this weekend. Yeah. We're and go and raise there was hell. A,
1: like an up feel yeah. to it, not like, ugh.
0: My dad would have us dressed properly for church, and if we weren't dressed to his liking, he sent us back in the house mm-hmm. and said, now put church clothes on mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. this isn't going to fly. Yeah. And, you know, it really did set a tone. Sure. I don't still dress. I could obviously dress myself now.
1: Oh, that's that's fortunate.
0: You know, I mean, to a point. I mean, you know, sometimes I leave the house and I wonder... I mean,
1: that's a whole nother show if you're unable to dress yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll touch on that at another time, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, it's just one of those things where, you know, it's like, well, Sunday's coming. I'm going to get to spend time with dad. We'll go go to a ball game. We'll just play catch or something. And, you know, those are times where, especially now that I don't have my dad here on earth anymore, I can always look back and say I had the best dad ever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you miss him. That's hard.
0: I can't. Yeah. I mean, I haven't even properly, you know, gone there yet, honestly, because I don't know why. Maybe I'm just more at peace that, you know, he's at peace. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, that day may come, you know, those, those shoes will drop eventually, I think. But, you know, Father's Day was kind of. Yeah. I have my daughter. So.
1: Sure. You know, mm-hmm. I
0: was there for her for Father's Day, you know. Mm-hmm. But of course you miss your parents once, once they're gone. Yeah. That's it. You may bitch about them. You may gripe. You're like, Oh my God. My mom's such a pain in the ass. My dad's always up my ass. Yeah. And then one day they're not there anymore. Yeah. And you would kill for that extra five minutes of just, you know, them being annoying and, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> just, uh, just them being them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, when you're talking about, Your father. Everybody mourns differently, and I do believe, like you said, he was in a lot of pain, and you know, it wasn't a good
0: last couple of years. Yeah,
1: and no one wants to see anybody that they love like that. And sometimes it's a gift, you know, for them to have a little more peace than that. Absolutely. Yeah, that can be hard.
0: Yeah, I missed. I missed him by a couple of minutes, Mm. you know. But I don't think he would have been in any shape, you know, to really. Talk to us and recognize us. So, right. Yeah. You know, I was, I was okay. When I got to my stepmom's house and they're like, no, he just, he passed when you were coming in. I was mm-hmm. like, okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You
0: know, it's not, it's God's will be done, not mine. Right. That's, that's how I feel. Yeah. So, you know, I'll get to see him again one day. One day. In 60, 70, 80 Yeah. Years, I was you know, going
1: to say, don't, don't try to do that one sooner. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> no. It's again, not my time, but I'm hoping I get, you know, another. Yeah. You know. I'll take another hundred years on it. Right. Why not? Fine. We got a lot to do ourselves here. Oh my gosh. Right? Yeah. We're doing a lot.
1: Just yeah. Always stirring it up.
0: You know, I've already taken the show off the rails. Uh equipment's breaking here. I've gotta put these on real quick to see. Okay. Just doing a time check here, that's all. Uh, it, you know, it's it's all the the curtain's gone. Oz <laughs> is there on top of the box already. If you're still with us, <laughs>
1: What's happening? Are we still doing something?
0: (laughs) They wanted raw. Well, you know, you got it.
1: Okay. Because I just started talking. I mean, (laughs) I'm so sorry.
0: One day Sid started talking and she never stopped.
1: (laughs) I forgot.
0: We jumped shows. We've, we've, what is this anymore?
1: (laughs) I'm looking at him to let him know.
0: We have no idea. Yep. I love the deer and headlight moments. Those are great.
1: I know. Did we're I looking, give that to you?
0: Oh, I, I gave one to you. It's I like, know. Do we know what we're doing? No. It's okay. <laughs> it's just a reality check itself. But, um, you know, definitely oh. write in and let us know what you think. You yeah. know, the last two weeks, I... Hey,
1: and if it's negative, send it
0: to me. Send it to me, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I get all the complaints.
1: He's the customer service. Exactly. Oh gosh! If it's funny or happy,
0: if it's praiseworthy,
1: send it to yeah, me. Yeah, of course.
0: <laughs> Naturally, uh, something that's else
1: funny. My cheek is starting to cramp right there.
0: <laughs> oh boy! I guess that might be our cue. We're uh, oh, we're out gosh. here in a couple of minutes, oh, but are um, we? Okay. yeah, um, definitely. You know, write us, Ray and Sid show. At gmail.com. Yeah, all the complaints, you know, I eat those for breakfast. Look at this, just staring at each other. You never thought you'd uh, run out of things to say, right?
1: No, I have a lot to say, but I'm trying really to be pil- minutes, right. polite and let us bounce back and forth. I gotcha. See,
0: even that you made about yourself. I
1: like right there. There's a, like a muscle right there that's cramping. Oh, gosh. Go ahead.
0: Uh, that's okay. Well, let's just go off the cliff. I mean, you know, we're already in flames, you know. We'll just steer right into it at this point. It'll be a pretty bright ride on the way down.
1: Okay. But, oh, my um, gosh.
0: You know, I, I really needed that moment of levity I did, you know. it was getting a little heavy, you know, with... Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, just thinking back, the last few weeks have been a little rough, you know. But, um, you know what I do is I just immerse myself in more work. I know. That's what I do.
1: I know. And then you have these people that are just crazy that pitch you something every day.
0: And, yeah. That was actually right after that. That was only about four weeks after, maybe Mm. five or six. No, about five weeks. Okay. So, yeah. Again, the distraction I think I needed.
1: Yeah, the whirlwind of, holy crap.
0: What is this? Who is this? this? What
1: (laughs) is this? And I'm finding I'm just saying yes to everything just to get her to shut up.
0: (laughs) Maybe if I say yes, well, then I'll have to do it.
1: Well, that's what you learned. Most people you can say yes to and things become quiet.
0: Yeah. They just, they get their answer and they just tail off. Yeah.
1: Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Within 30 minutes, your contract's going to be done. Your gig's going to be landed. The flight's going to be booked and the show is ready to rock and roll.
0: And here you have it, kids. Yeah. Oh man. Well, we did it again. Okay. Blew through thirty minutes and uh we hope you had a good time. We certainly did. We, we entertain do. ourselves. I know. Equipment failure and <laughs> well,
1: uh sit and stare start you guys. That's it. And then start one another.
0: <laughs> New York City traffic. Uh what else have we had this week? Pipes are probably breaking yeah. all around us and uh the it's rats are York, taking baby. over. Yeah. That's okay. I'll take it's it. Beautiful. You know, it really has become New York again. It's it's uh, become uh, a, a neighborhood for sure. It's got character again. That's how the mm-hmm. that's how they're selling it. So mm-hmm. we'll just go with that, okay. right? Okay, I like it. Uh,
1: Still smells the same, but
0: <laughs> I guess it smells better in Salt Lake.
1: Yeah, yeah. You just got to pick your urinals areas because I found that many of the what am I doing <laughs> St- taking stairs. Yeah. <laughs> go to the some areas where you have to take stairs up mm, urinal it smells like a urinal
0: someone just like couldn't make it all yeah. the way and just decided so to you use just the have stairwell to,
1: yeah you just have to choose your stairwells appropriately and then you, you're fine
0: that's a lovely thought I know yeah. well thank you for sharing that you're welcome well we hope you had a great time join us next week we'll have an all new show for you mm-hmm. if we have one mission statement it's dare to be better
1: with Ray and Sid
0: Hey, thanks for checking us out. If you enjoyed the show, subscribe to this channel and please tell your friends. We'd also love it if you headed over to to daretobebettershow.com for tons of cool photos, extras, and a chance to shop for some sweet show swag. (laughs) Say that five times fast. I can barely say it once. If you keep coming, we'll keep delivering.
1: Thanks again.